Cold intro. Long, cold winter. <laughs> Long, cold Biden winter. Scary. So dark. Blizzardy. Biden blizzard. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Is this episode 30? The Dirty 30? I don't know. I uh, haven't done one since October 23rd. Scary winter. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden got elected president. You may have heard. Uh, someone just told me a couple hours ago. <laughs> Can't believe it. Look, they, they stole it fair and square. All right? Just accept it. So who's getting sworn in? Is it Biden or is it Xi Jinping? Xi Jinping, y'all. Um, so anyway, uh, Biden uh, did win, uh, allegedly. This is not a political podcast. want to thank y'all. Zach Herger, Idea Addict, 992000. Broadcasting from my car. This girl thinks she's going to turn, but she needs one at a fucking drive. Okay, we'll fix it in post. Not a big deal. A little road rage. <laughs> she saw me rack my gun. Uh, I'm a great guy. What happened now? Is this a live feed? <laughs> Someone just texted me and said, I know you secretly voted for Biden. <laughs> live feed. Oops. Uh, I'm already off track. I literally have no time. We do a little project for some people we know, like remodeling a threeplex. So I'm going to be doing this episode in little bite-sized nooglets, little chunks, driving back and forth because I'm bringing my tools home today. Sun's shining, bringing my tools home. Took this job because I was like, it's going to make me ten grand. Uh, yeah, but I haven't been doing the junk removal like I should be. Probably cost me five grand. <laughs> Oops. So I got some junk updates on that ass. I do want to talk about one thing political. Now, this is an eye-opener for our society, how we're living. I've never really been a big mask believer. You may have picked up on this. The, the, thing, with, the thing for me with a mask is... The thing for me with a mask is... Okay... It will drop, it will stop spit particles from like coming out of your mouth uh, and like not dropping into, God damn it. Uh, we'll stop spit particles from like dropping out of your mouth. If you're like performing surgery on somebody, that's what they're like made for. An N95 could potentially stop aerosolized uh, particles, supposedly. But it has to be fit tested, it has to be changed several times per day. Okay, I get all that. But people out in public wearing like a bed sheet or an quote-unquote old scarf over their face, which is what the CDC suggests if you can't buy a mask, is to wear an old scarf or bed sheet over your mouth. That's not going to do anything. Their thing is, passing a mask mandate, I don't think, does anything. So, and I was like, I was scouring the internet for like mask studies, every mask study prior to 2020 has basically all said the same thing that like, for like the general population, a mask doesn't do anything. 
It doesn't stop the flu. It doesn't stop, like, aerosolized uh, things that are spread that way. Never has. You know, lots of, do- lots of inf- information. Easily, you can find that easily. Not on Google. you got to go to DuckDuckGo. Google's been scrubbed, cleaned, if you will. So, I was debating. Uh, I'm super civil when I debate. I was on this. Someone else I told to go fuck themselves on some, another topic. Um, these bottles. <laughs> these are not good people. Uh, hold up. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, back on my game. Um, back on my game, sir. So, I, I just, I, I put a post out on Facebook, um, back when you could post, and I said, can anyone, I keep hearing there's mountains of evidence that a mask mandate works, but I said, I've yet to see any evidence, because my wife found, she went through, like, the, like, Omaha and, like, several other cities, and she went back, and she was able to prove with the county's own numbers that hospital that it actually was the opposite that once a mass mandate was passed cases went up hospitalizations went up so i said can anyone find me any proof either like a study that shows this a scientific study in a major publication or um share with me information from like a county or like city health department showing like a, a mass mandate going into effect and then hospitalizations decreasing. Can anyone like show me that information? Just drop, put a, like, uh, you know, put a link below so I can like see it. People were fucking outraged. Unbelievably outraged. Calling me every name in the book. And I was like, hey, I, I really appreciate the name calling, but can you just like put a link below? No one could. People were freaking out about it. The closest thing I got, and this is the point of the whole thing, the closest thing I got is somebody put like a fucking video, like a link to a video of Bill Nye. (laughs) I said, okay, Bill Nye is an entertainer. He's a fucking host of a child's show that went off the air about 25 years ago. So, and he's not sharing any statistics. These are like, this is his opinion. Oh boy, people were mad. This one girl literally left 40 comments, and I was like, hey, I appreciate all the comments, but can you share one scrap of evidence? People were like, you're a science denier. And I said, hey, I can't be a science denier. You haven't given me any scientific evidence of anything. And they're like, well, you're heartless. You're You're so selfish. And it's like, I'm not selfish because what you're asking me to do... It's no different than not wearing a mask. If we were supposed to have masks, you'd be born with one. The corona, the coronavirus is something that's affected human beings for a long time. This isn't totally foreign. So, not that I'm saying a mask, if properly worn, but the proper kind of mask, not that I'm saying that wouldn't do anything, but me wearing a fucking basically I like wear a women's thong over my face me doing that in the fucking lumber section of Menards that doesn't do anything for anyone you know it's like this the mask is just the peak of uh, and they're like well yeah the masks do help it's like I know tons of people who've got it who've been wearing a mask everywhere they go (laughs) 
there's tons of evidence for masks. Oh yeah, there's mountains. That's what some guy said. And I said, if there's mountains, it should be easy for you to walk over to the mountain, grab a couple pebbles off the bottom for uh, for me, bring it over, and then people are like, you need to do your own research. And I'm like, I'm doing my own research, you shithead. There is no, you can't. There is nowhere to do research. Doesn't exist. I'm not gonna go do my own study. So, really sad stuff. One of my boys is talking about getting a Tesla. What a fucking fag. Yeah, that's right, my friend. You're on blast on the airwaves. Zach Hergert Idea Addict taking over for the 992000. This show can be heard anywhere and everywhere. Talk to my boy Musk, Elon Musk. <laughs> Shooting a satellite into space broadcasting the show. You believe that? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. My boy Elon. Great guy. So, uh, chipping away at the old junk removal business. It's a great business, folks. It's a really good business. Uh, now I'm to the point where I don't even do anything. <laughs> that didn't take long. I think I've done it, been doing this for six months. Here's what happened. I had like a trailer half loaded up. Me and my cousin were out hitting it hard, getting lots, lots done. We had a mattress, like, on the floor of the trailer. We were loading some stuff in. I got my fucking knee pinned between the mattress and then, like, a hide-a-bed that my cousin was dropping on my knee. And I was like, this ain't good. I'm too old for this. I can't be doing this. I can't be, like, paralyzing myself, fucking around with, like, people's furniture. But I was like, I can just be the, like, marketing and sales arm. So, like, maybe I should just do that. So now I have some guys that if you hire me, I just send them out. I pay them less than I collect. Correct. Just collect a little spread. So small. But instead of doing like five a day, it's like now I can do like 50 a day. I'm in Omaha, I'm in Des Moines, Kansas City, Denver. I'm a great guy. Um, just testing, teasing the other markets. Very limited. Um, mostly just in Omaha now, but I'm, I'm like recruiting a network of people to do it there. The other, the other reason I'm doing this too is because I want to have a network of people for when their foreclosures come back, which they are going to be coming back. Don't believe dear, dear, <laughs> dear leader Joe or Kamala or whatever the fuck her name is. They are coming back. And the evictions. Oh, the dirty little evictions. So all that is going to be coming back. This is literally the exact same as 2008. You know, the Democrats created a big landmine that went off. So that when they came back into power, they got this huge check written to them. Uh, which they're getting a check written to them now for $1.9 I guess, for the stupid COVID scam. COVID is real. Let me be clear, frankly. COVID is real. Some people do die of it. But the amount of people that die of it is so minuscule compared to what they're counting. Don't take my word for it. Go to the fucking CDC. I put this up on Facebook. They're counting comorbidity. It has a list of the top comorbidities. One of the top com comorbidities is intentional or accidental poisoning. Okay, so what are you saying? Are you saying that people find out that they get COVID-19 and they swallow a bottle of pills? How does that fucking work? Or they swallow a bottle of pills, and because they swallowed a bottle of pills, 
and they also have COVID-19, it's harder to uh, stop the poisoning. Uh, so are we counting people who fucking overdose on heroin or opioids? Who have a little bit of coronavirus in their schnozoli? That's a fucking COVID-19 death now? Gonna need some clarification, my dudes. So because of all that shit... Now the, uh, the Democrats are getting a blank check, and what happens when they get a blank check is shit happens like the uh, foreclosure thing, the TARP, the TARP and the foreclosure, that's all just, a, that was a big money, uh, big money laundering scam, you know. You run the money through some contractors that goes back to the banks, <laughs> you know, gotcha. So that's going to be coming up. Prior to me just subbing everything out, me and my cousin were doing the junk removal, ran into some real fucking weirdos. It's like, I, I, I thought for sure I would be like in the the nice parts of town uh, where people are just like, I have too much money, I don't want to deal with this. This doesn't seem to be the case. I spend a lot of time in CB. <laughs> spend a lot of time on the, the wrong side of the tracks, if you will. Good at it. Um, so... This guy called me. His name was Kevin, I believe. I can't remember his last name. It doesn't matter. He was a weirdo on the phone. I get a lot of weirdo calls. I get a lot of people who call me who are insane. <laughs> I found out. Uh, I found that out. A lot of people that call me that are completely batshit crazy. Um, and this guy was like, hey, I got some like, items for you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, look, here's how much it's going to be. And, uh. I priced in his weirdness, obviously. So we go there the first time. He's, like, nowhere to be found. And he's, like, just pull around the house, like, into the lawn, down around. Like, I just, I stay in the back. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So we go there. He's not there, so I call him. And he's like, you can just start loading stuff up. I'll be there later and he'll, like, pay you. And I'm like, uh, no way. That's not how it works. I'm not fucking doing that. And he's like, well, you can, like, load everything up, and then I'm out on, like, a hundred... This, this guy's house was, like, on 80th and Blondo. And he's like, you can come out to, like, 162nd at, like, Z Street, which is literally the farthest farthest part away. You know, like a 30-minute drive. I'm like, no, I'll just come back some other time, dude. So, finally, we, like, reschedule something. Me and my cousin are, like, sitting in my truck. My cousin has an affinity for the bizarre. He loves these bizarre people. I don't know. Just likes to study them. He wants to be a doctor, so it's like he's a scientist at heart, you know. He takes a big old dose of intrigue and all every morning. He's intrigued, you know. He wants to study. He wants to get, like, tape measures out and measure these people's skulls. <laughs> so... <laughs> I call this guy, and I'm like, hey, we're going to, like, head over to your house. And he's like, oh, brother, I'm not there. I'm so fucking stupid. I'm stupid. And I'm like, it's okay, man. And my cousin's, like, cracking up. I'm so dumb. I'm worthless. And I'm like, it's all right, man. Like, we can get your, <laughs> pick your garbage up whenever you want. He's like, just meet me over there in, like, 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, we'll go, like, get something to eat, and we'll meet you over there. So, pull back into this guy's lawn again. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, this looks like anyone's here again. Fucking idiot, you know. So, I'm, like, getting ready to, like, go knock on the guy's door. And he comes, like, not storming out, but he, like, comes barreling out. 
it's like, hey, what's going on? I'm really proud of you guys. You guys are out hustling. Young guys, really proud of you. I'm like, I'm not really that young. I got gray hair, you know. <laughs> uh, touch of gray. Um, I'm like, whatever. Like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want, dude? So he's like, I got this and this. And he's like, and there's going to be some other stuff inside. And I was like, the shit inside is going to be extra. And he's like, hey, man, I get it. <laughs> Nobody gets it like I do. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, you want me to, like, help start helping you? And I'm like, no, because this is the exact guy who, like, hurts himself. And he's like, hey, man, we're going to have to, like, you know, work something out. So I'm like, just stay away from us. We'll get it, you know. So we got everything loaded up. Guy reeks like weed. Uh, he's... I want to, I want to say he's like a hippie, but the math doesn't work, you know, because he's too young. He's just a loot, like a burnout loser, renting the basement of some nasty ass house. So we get done with that, and then he's like, "Hey man, uh, I wish you need to like move a couch. I need to see the couch that's gone that's upstairs. Like my roommate's up there. Don't worry about him. He's on disability. He's a loser." <laughs> so we go up there. It's some other burnout guy. He's watching, like, Fox News. He has a fucking ashtray full of cockroaches. Uh, marijuana ends, not actual cockroaches. Reeks like weed. There's pot, like, everywhere. He looks like someone's dad, a burned-out version. And those two guys start yelling at each other. It's completely bizarre. Get everything loaded up, and I'm like, oh, shit, because I don't see the guy. I'm like, did he take off? This is the exact kind of guy who, like, runs away into the woods to not pay. Did he fucking, did he, like, take off, you know? So I, he comes back out, and I'm like, all right, uh, we're all loaded up, you know? And he's like, okay, sounds good. And I'm like, I'm going to need to get paid. And he's like, huh, let me get my wallet. And I'm like, oh, Christ. So he gets his wallet, and he comes back, and he starts counting. He's like, there you are. And I'm like, dude, you skipped a number. And he's like, what? And I'm like, you're shorting me 20 bucks. And then I count it back to him. And he's like, man, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, you're not. Give me the money, you scumbag. So that was a hit. Uh, <laughs> my cousin was just loving it. Then we went to some other woman's house. She was, like, really nice. Uh, it was her, her husband, then her, like, weirdo little son. And they were like, these are the best kind of like people to work for because we got there and they're like, this is so heavy. I'm not even sure you want to like consider it. And, and I was like, well, let's just go like check it out. So we like looked at it. We we're like looking at it. And uh, what a great guy. Uh, I go in. We're like looking at it. The, the parents are like pretty old. The dad looks really old, like in his 70s. And then they have, like, a son who's <laughs> very soft, I guess, you know? Like, I'm sure shaking his hand would be like holding a dead fish kind of thing. Um, and uh, they're like, here, here it is. And the kid's like, I, uh, it's crazy heavy. And the parents are like, he tried moving it. And he's like, I tried moving it. He's like, I, I, I lifted it up and I, I shit a little. And... The mom's like, Jonathan. <laughs> and he's like, no, I did. I shit myself. And the parents are like, Jonathan, stop. And he's like, no, I shit. And like, the kid was like 30. It was really fucking weird. And I'm like, well, um, I'm probably not going to shit myself. <laughs> like, it could be heavy, but I don't have a past of uh, shitting myself. So 
It's just some of the fucking, my cousin was like, there was tears rolling down his face. Uh, these are just some of the bizarre, there's been lots of others. Those are just the, the kid shitting himself obviously stands out, but these are great, yeah, great customers. So no mom, I shit. I'm, I'm going to go get the underwear, that kind of thing. So we're going to pause for a station identification. Zach Hergard idea addict soon to be broadcasting terrestrially through space. Thanks to Musk. Coming back out of station identification. Feels so good. So those are just some some of the crazies out there. Yeah. I feel like I haven't done this in such a long time that I'm like missing out on like a lot of really good ass stories, y'all. Really good little stories. Good, good McVid. A lot of good stories out there. Some of the best stories. Now, this always, I, <laughs> I'm off my meth diet, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I kissed 258. Just kissed it on the lips. <laughs> just a little peck on the, just a little peck on the lips. No erotic kissing. Just a little peck. Nothing crazy. Then I, uh, I kind of plateaued there, and I was like, well. I'm starting to eat bad, and I'm still, like, taking these drugs, which I don't really know what they are. It's fentermine, which people are like, that's, uh, that's just Adderall, dude. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Makes a guy feel good, but it was like, I shouldn't be eating bad and just taking these drugs just to, like, take the drugs. And they kind of, like, make you, uh, stay awake, and it's probably not the best, frankly. Um, cut off that. Started eating bad again. Not gonna lie to you. Right back on the horse. <laughs> it was Christmas. What do you do? Um. Uh. It was Christmas. Started shoving baked goods in my mouth. Then I started like uh, really getting back to my old ways. Uh, eating out every day, going to different, exploring different fast food options. One day I was over in the 120th and uh, L Street area, and there was a Hardee's over there. And I was like, you know, I just, I want a burger. So I went to Hardee's. My expectations were set very low. Went into Hardee's and just got like a regular, like, cheese, like bacon cheeseburger. None of this thick, double, triple shit. Just a regular burger. Took a bite into it. It was phenomenal. So I was like, yes, what's up? It was really good. I don't know what the deal was. The stars were aligned. Something in the air. Maybe the fact that I hadn't eaten a, a burger in quite some time made it just... You know, when something's good, you get it. So the next couple days I was like, I gotta get back. You know, <laughs> I got to find a, a way to get back to Hardee's. So I was rolling around with a little wife, a little wifey. And I was like, girl, let me tell you what's up. Hardee's is what's up. So she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, come on, let's just go to Hardee's. And she, you know, she doesn't eat bad like me. She isn't trying to destroy her body like I am. So she's like, uh, okay. And I was like, I was really hyping it, you know. 
I was the hype man. I was like, it's so good last time I went. I was like, the juices were just streaming down my face. Uh, so we like get in line and I'm like, yeah, rubbing my hands together, really getting ready. I'm like, should I get crazy? Should I do like something with a sourdough bun? Should I do like a, you know, something really wild to where it's like, it's so big. I have to use a fork and knife. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to like go with a bacon cheeseburger, just like I had diet Coke, which they have, which is like, that's what's up. Diet Coke fries and yeah, yeah. Maybe they even have chocolate chip cookies. So I was looking at the little pre-ordering box area. So I'm like, yeah, I let my wife drive. Huge mistake. Um, don't tell her I said that. So we're there. We pull up. And uh, I was like, uh, my wife starts ordering. She's like, yeah, we'll take one bacon cheeseburger. And then the person on the other is like, one bacon cheeseburger. And I'm like, oh, fuck. No, what's going on? <laughs> is the guy deaf? And he's like, one bacon cheeseburger. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, like, starting to really panic inside. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not driving. I can't, like, pull out of here. And it's like you look over. This is something new that fast food places have done. It's like they used to have two lanes. Now, I'm very familiar with this. I grew up with <laughs> someone who, if, like, one little thing was off in the drive through lane, my dad would be like, fuck it, and just pull out and, like, drive off and, go, and be like, we're going somewhere else. Any little infraction, it's taking too long. Someone's giving him attitude on the box. It's a bad connection with the box. You know, he can't hear someone. Just fuck, fuck it, pulls off. So I'm like, oh no, we have a deaf guy taking our order or something mentally challenged. So I'm like, this ain't good, yo. And then she's like, uh, cur uh fries and then uh, Diet Coke. And he's like, we don't have Diet Coke. We only have Diet Dr. Papu. And I'm like, oh. No! You gotta be fucking kidding me! Diet Dr. Pepper, that's completely different! That changes the whole dynamic of the goddamn meal. So then I'm like, really... Now, I'm <laughs> turning into my dad a little bit. So, if I'm alone... If I'm alone and there's an issue like that, I can't, like, drive... I can't, like, pull around and, and get out of there. I'll just drive by the window. You know, it's like, you forced my hand. I'm just driving by. But it's like, my wife was driving. I couldn't do that. So it's like, oh my God. So I'm like getting covered in sweat, you know. And you're like, dude, that's so ableist. It's like, you know what? I can have a little bit of discretion. I can be a little choosy when it comes to people handling my fucking food. I don't really want someone who's not mentally capable touching my food. So, uh, my wife is, like, reading that I'm not thrilled. <laughs> so, she's like, it's going to be fine, you know. And I'm like, it's not going to be fine. It's fucked. So, we get up to the thing. The guy's perfectly nice. I'm not shitting on the guy, but it's like, does the guy with, that like, a hearing problem have to be, like, taking orders? We get up there. He's, like, arguing with someone else in there. Who's more retarded? Who's, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Uh, so we get our food. My wife's pissed at me at this point. She's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to eat in the parking lot? Do you want to go home and eat? And I'm like, I don't really care what we do, you know. 
so we go to the parking lot. I like kind of fake eat a little bit. I'm like, my tummy hurts, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not hungry now. Uh, threw my burger out the window. <laughs> I'm not a good person. Uh, but that got me thinking. It's like, you know, I've had a lot of uh, <laughs> dining experiences that aren't the best. You know, a lot of a lot of people out there listening to this are going to remember when we went to Valentino's and uh, Lincoln and an old person put their ass up to the edge of our table and like farted and it was like oh god that's an old sick person like I don't want this food anymore I don't want the the $27 Valentino's <laughs> buffet anymore so there was that one but then there's like a <laughs> there's a couple other good ones I, I, I feel like I haven't been on here for a while so I just want to share I want to put a little smile right on that fucking face of yours so I'll give you two Two diamonds in the rough. Well, that three. Let's do three. Fuck it. We got time. So my mom used to work at this place called Midtown Crossing, which is like uh, by mutual of all mods, a little housing development they did there of condos. And at the bottom level, there's all these restaurants. Now the restaurants suck. <laughs> They're fucking awful. And the worst one. One of them's good. There's a place called Black Oak Grill. It's always been good. Great people in there. Food's good. Really reasonable. There's a Mexican place in there called Cantina Laredo. Now, me and my wife were dating at the time. My sister and brother-in-law were dating at the time. And they are like, they called us and they're like, come down to Cantina Laredo. We're like, we're doing Mexican. Let's have like, uh, whatever. So I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. We got to go down there. It's like fucking, it's, it's July. We walk in there and I'm like, it's burning hot. Like it's hotter in here than it is outside. So we get to the table, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Is this, like, the real Mexican experience where there's, like, no air conditioning? And they're like, the air conditioner's broke here. So they have, like, all the doors open. And I was like, why didn't you call? I don't want to do this. You know, I'm already fat. I already get sweaty when I eat because of I'm so healthy. I don't also need to be <laughs> eating where there's no AC in July. My wife was not thrilled with those comments to my sister. That's fine. So we sit there, and I'm like, oh my god, this is miserable, you know. So we're sitting there, and then everyone's like, let's get, like, uh, guacamole. They make fresh guacamole at your table. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay, you know. And they're like, that's, like, so fun. So we order the guacamole. Some guy, like, comes over. He looks like, I think the guy's name's Carlos Sanz on Santa Night Live. Uh, he's, like, a Hispanic guy. <laughs> kind of like a short, fat Hispanic guy. Uh... He, like, comes over. He's, like, making it. The place is, like, pretty loud. Everyone at the table is, like, talking besides me. I'm, like, kind of paying attention to this guy because I already don't trust him. And then the, <laughs> the guy is standing right beside me, right beside me making this guacamole. He rips ass loud, like a trumpet. Like, you know. And I'm, like, look at, up at him, and he, like, shrugs his shoulders. And he says, and I quote, you get it. And, like, <laughs> keeps making this guacamole i'm like gross dude what the fuck's wrong with you so <laughs> that was not the best and then another time so i, I took a couple years off from going to uh, canteen laredo you know when a server farts like on my chest <laughs> preparing my food it's kind of a turn off so I took a couple years off um 
we did like an agent tour that my mom was putting on down there, and then like after the agent tour, there was like free food at um, Cantina Loreto. I was already a little skittish, <laughs> so we go down into this private like room that my mom had like rented, and they go around like we're at a big table. They go around and uh, take everyone's order. I get something like just simple, you know, Jessica Simp, you know, like two enchiladas of like a water or something, you know. So we get the food back. I like cutting my enchilada, start chewing, and there's like something in my mouth. I spit it out. It's a fucking medical device. I'm chewing on medical waste. Really neat. I, I was like, this is, it was a clip that you use on a soft like ace bandage. <laughs> God, what the fuck? So I'm like, I, I'm, I think I'm done. You know, I called my brother-in-law as an attorney. I'm like, well, you know, what can we do here? Because I, <laughs> this is the second time. These motherfuckers need to pay. And he's like, you should have swallowed the thing. It would have to do like damage to you physically. And I'm like, now you tell me. So that was good. <laughs> Eating medical waste. At least it was warm. So, uh, that was Cantina Laredo. Then there used to be another place down there that was like Mexican fusion, Asian, whatever the fuck. We were down there. It was me and my wife. We were dating at the time. My sister was dating somebody prior to her husband now or something. I don't remember exactly. We were down there and like some lady like came and got like our drinks, drink order, or gave us menus and then like left and then she like didn't come back for quite a while. And then this like black guy comes back and he's like, can I get y'all, uh, can I get you like drink orders? And we're like, yeah, sure. Thank you. <laughs> you know, thank you, Dewan. You're a great guy. You know, like, yeah, I'll take a Diet Coke. He's like, yeah, we definitely got Diet Coke. Anything you want. And we're like, oh, this guy's like really friendly. And then he's like, I promise I will be back. And we're like, sure. <laughs> that makes sense. He's like, no, no, look at me. I swear to God, I'll be right back. And it's like, that's a little weird. He's like, if it's the last thing I do, I'll be back or something. And we're like, okay, that's it's weird now. So like 25 minutes later, some other woman comes over and she's like, uh, Dewan uh, is nowhere to be found. He walked off. <laughs> so it's like, it took an hour to get drinks. That's, uh, oh, I just remembered another one. This one actually was at Black Oak Grill. We went down there, me and my wife, we used to live kind of downtown. We went there. And, and, and we got to the door and they're like, we can't, we, we can't like serve any more people. And we're like, what? And she's like, we're closed. We're closed. <laughs> and we're like, there's people in here eating and there's open tables. The girl was like freaking out. And th this guy, like the, the manager comes over. He's like, we're not closed. He's like, there's just a wait. <laughs> so we're like, fuck y'all. Too weird. That's a bad omen. So we got out. So if you ever want to eat anywhere in Omaha... Don't go to Midtown Crossing. People can't handle it down there. <sighs> really fine folks down there. Anyway, what the fuck am I talking about? Where's this going? <laughs> Party hurries. Party my tits off. So, as I've been building the junk thing, if you will... As I've been building the junk thing, you know, I've kind of taken it in different directions. I've 
I was doing all the work myself, and I'm kind of like subbing people out. And then, but sometimes I like get busy, I like miss calls. So I was like, I need, I really need like a VA, or like, I need someone to like answer my phones. And it was like, well, I can like hire my like a family member. I don't like that. My wife's like, I can do it. I'm like, I'm not trading me being on the phone for you being on the phone if I'm at home. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, she didn't like that. Um, so I was like, I need. I need, like, a call center. So I, like, I'm in all these, like, groups about uh, business stuff, dumpster rentals, shit like that. So I I got up on there, and I was like, hey, do you guys, like, like, because a big national, like, junk removal companies, they use, like, a call center, so they never miss a call, uh, which is actually smart. So I, I went on my, my groups. These people are not smart. So most people are like, I wouldn't do it. You know, don't do it. It's not worth it. Have have your wife answer the phone or whatever. Have your kids answer the phone. You know, I'm like, that's stupid. But some people are on there like, hey, if you do do it, use like Ruby Ring or get like a VA. Most people are like, use Ruby Ring. So I was like, well, yeah, I could just do like a call center. Um, that would be like super easy, super cheap, whatever. So I checked out this like Ruby Ring. And I checked a couple different places out. Could not believe how fucking expensive it was. So I called it, I, I talked to this guy at Ruby. Well, first I called, they answered. No one could like answer my questions. They're like, our, our sales guys aren't available, so we'll just take your like information down and call you back. And they called me back like a day and a half later. So that's not like super impressive. Obviously they're getting lots of shit inbound if they're like putting people off for a day and a half. So the guy calls me back, the connection's bad. Not a, not a fan of that. It's like, I'm not going to pay you people to... So my customers call in with, like, a bad connection, and it's delayed. So the guy would say something. I would say something, and the guy wouldn't react for about three seconds. Um, really hard to talk like that. Uh, so it was very unimpressive, obviously. Um, so then we, like, get down to it. He's like, I told him, like, exactly, like, what I needed. I was like, I need to, I need someone to answer the phone, and I also need to like give prices and like take bookings. You know, I was like, it's a dumpster, mostly for dumpsters, because uh, that's what like a lot of the calls are, and those are the easiest things for like your people to handle because that's the least amount of factors. He's like, it has to be very simple for them, very simple, like no more than two factors. I was like, okay, well, it's more than two factors, you know, or that's not great. And he was like, about how many calls do you get a day? So I told him how many calls. He was like, all right, that's like our, our, our silver package. And he's like, the silver package is $598 per month, and that's 100 minutes of talk time. So I'm like, that seems incredibly expensive. Um, and I was like, okay, can you like roll minutes over if you don't use them all? He's like, don't roll minutes over, but you, if it was too many minutes, you could go down to the, like the next one. And I was like, well, that's, like, not great. So I'm like, yeah, let me, like, think about it, dude. So I, I jump off the call. I get my calculator out, do some math. And it's like, that's $127 an hour <laughs> to do nothing. I'm paying $127 an hour if the, if the phone rings or not. You did. So that was the first place. 
And we'll get to the second and third place. Well, we'll get to the overview after the commercial break. I got to pause again. I'm not a nice man. Zach Kirkwood Idea Attic, pausing for a second time, broadcasting on the AM dial. Give it as a gift. We love you guys. All right, back, yo. <laughs> back, yo. Biggity, 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 back, yo. Okay, so did the ruby ring thing, checked into them. Oh, and then the other thing was I was like, okay, so... If I hire you guys, how many uh, how many people could potentially be like answering my call? Is it like a team of like three or four? Do I get like, you know, do I get one person per shift? And he's like, it could be up to fifty people taking your calls, unless it rolls over a shift change. Then it could be a hundred. And I'm like, okay, that's not great. That kid, somebody calls and then they call back. That's I don't like that. That, that doesn't work for me, dude. <coughs> So then I was like, I'm going to go on like Thumbtack because I advertise on Thumbtack. I've had a lot of good experience on Thumbtack because if somebody's on there, they like want, they, they're motivated. They like want to work. They want to get it popping. So I go on Thumbtack. Um, there's this thing called Alpha Assistant. She's like a VA. It's like a picture of like a good looking chick. Um, not like overly sexy but just a normal girl you know whatever and I was like oh that and she looks like she's from Nebraska she has that kind of look about her so I'm like oh that's perfect it's like local blah 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 it says like you know we're the cheapest out there you know from it's like as, as low as $13 an hour we'll like take care of all, all your VA needs inbound sales outbound sales answering your phones blah 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 all this stuff so I'm like oh that's cool so I like submit a thing to them Submit a thing to a couple other people on there. Submit a thing to this girl in Montana. So this, like, alpha assistant, they immediately, like, reach out to me, and they're like, can Alex give you a call tomorrow between, like, 11 and 1? And I'm like, sure, that's fine. Um, and then this other girl was like, hey, could you give... This is a different person, this girl in, like, Montana. Wood, Woods VA is her company. I don't remember her first name. Anyway, she's like, uh, could you, like, give me a call tomorrow? I just have some, like, additional information. Uh, some questions or whatever. So I'm like, all right, great. So I call, I call this, uh, well, first, like, this alpha assistant place calls me. And they're $13 an hour, supposedly. So they call me. Alex is a dude. <laughs> He's a dude. He's very, uh. Broadway-ish, if you catch my drift. A lot of, uh, I can tell by his uh, way he talks, he does not like hunting or football. Not that kind of guy. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, don't really love that. Don't really want some old woman from Fremont calling in and getting uh, somebody that's that fay. Don't really want another dumpster company calling for something and having someone. It doesn't work folks, okay? I know the kind of people in my industry, frankly. So, he, I, I'm still giving him the time of day, you know, I still want to hear him out, because now I'm like, the gears are turning a little bit. I'm like, so like, I let him like, ask me the questions, like, how many calls do you get? I tell him how many calls. He's like, that's not like a ton of calls. He's like, I'll tell you what I'll do. He's like, I'll make you a deal. He's like, I'll give you a really good rate, He's like, it's just, um, like, how, what's, like, the coverage you need per day? And I'm like, I only need, like, 11 o'clock in the morning 
told him like six o'clock or six thirty, like central time. And he's like, okay, like I'll give you like a rocking deal, twenty five bucks per day, unlimited talk time per day. And I'm like, okay. So I like write that down. It sounds good when presented like that. Now twenty five dollars per day. I need it every day. So it's like $25 per day. That's about $750 a month or something like that. What is it? What is it, y'all? Now I got to see. Because you're like, oh, 25 that's like nothing, you know. But yeah, that's $750. bucks. i am like, uh, because he, know, he knows what an average phone call is. He probably knows what an average phone call is for something like a... Uh, a service business. They're all this pretty similar. So it's like, okay, that's going to be, you know, maybe five calls a day. Most people text me. So five calls a day times a minute and a half, two minutes per call. That's like less than 10 minutes, 20 minutes. So 25 bucks for 10 minutes there again. <laughs> making hella cash. So I'm like, that's interesting. So then I called this other girl, this Woods VA in Montana. It's just one girl. She's super normal. Oh, the other guy had a bad connection too. Talk to this Woods girl. I'm like calling her like phone in her house. Super clear connection. Studio clear. No lag. She's a normal person. She's a stay-at-home mom. She's been doing this for whatever, four years. Uh, it's just It would just be her. I would just be training her. Blah, blah, blah. Get it all worked out. Um, I already know I want to go with her regardless of the price. So we get down to the price, and she's like, it's 22 bucks an hour. Build by the minute. Like, okay, that's fair. Uh... And I was like, here's what all the stuff I need you to do. And she's like, well, that'd be 20, 20 bucks if I'm not doing like tons of stuff. And I'm like, all right, that's very fair. And then she's like, and if you prepay for what X amount of hours, it's like 16 bucks. I'm like, uh, this is real fair. So I hired her. I don't, I'm not, my business doesn't get 50 phone calls a day right now. It's about five to eight. It's, uh, and it's spread out through the day basically so go with her she's the cheapest option but on the front the way the other ones were presented she looked like the most expensive does that make sense so then that like got the old gears going because i was like okay these retards that are in my industry they're using ruby ring which is 127 dollars per minute which they no one calculated that it didn't sound like um I know that they're not like using, they're not answering their phones. These guys are notorious for not answering their phones. The guys I know, I one of the guys I do like work with all the time, I give him like a couple things a week. I should be like a priority for him. Last week I texted him like Tuesday morning, didn't text me back until like Wednesday afternoon. I was like, dude, I, re I use someone else. What? Why would I sit around waiting for you? I got other people I could use. Obviously an idiot. So it's like these guys, and half the time I call and no one answers. So these guys are notorious for not answering their phones. And then I was like exploring the VA thing because it's like, 
if you go to Upwork and you hire somebody from the inside the United States, so here's where I'm going with this. This is the idea of the week. The idea of the week is to start a VA firm. So, like, what is a VA firm? So, a VA firm is me as the owner. I'm, like, the salesperson, marketing person. I put this, like, firm together, quote, unquote. I go out, I hire, like, 10 VAs that can do, like, 10 different things or 10 things in, like, one industry. So, for me, let's say I did... Uh, the, tr the waste waste management industry. So I could go out and get like VAs that can like handle in inbound calls. They can like rent out dumpsters. They can uh, give out pricing and like schedule for like junk removal. They can do, you know, all kinds of different stuff like that. So I go out and get like 10, five to 10 um, VAs. And then I go out and like I find clients. I pay the VAs Usually you can just pay them what they want. So they might they might want, and it, that's the other thing about this. This is why I really like this, because it's similar to the junk, and it's similar to the dumpsters, where it's like, the pricing is all over the fucking board. And when I say all over the board, all, this is even more all over the board, because it could be like literally $4 an hour up to like $60 an hour for the same services. The exact same. <laughs> now, if you get someone who's four or six or eight dollars an hour, they might English might be a second language, but sometimes you can get people who are like from India that'll do stuff for you know six or eight bucks an hour. So they speak English. Their English is like fine, but obviously you don't really want them. Like for my business, I wouldn't want them answering the phone because if it's like a little old calling from Fremont, they might think it's just kind of bizarre that somebody who's speaking the Queen's English like that is, like, answering their call. It would be a little unusual. But let's say you just need someone to, like, handle your, like, your your messenger on your, like, web, uh, website, or you just need someone to, like, go out and update ads for you once a week. Who the fuck cares if their English isn't, if their English is different? Um... Even in the United States, it's all over the board. So the other thing is, like, it's how you... Per so, okay, I'm getting off track already. So you go out, you get, like, 10, 10 VAs, and you go out and you, like, get clients. Now, the rub that I found is in the presentation of the packaging as far as the pricing and the services go. So what sounds more expensive, $135 an hour or $25 per day? Obviously, $135 an hour is a way, sounds way more expensive than $25 per day. So, that's what I found in, like, exploring this, is the way that you present it to the customer, that kind of, like, dictates how, like, cheap it is perceived to be. The other thing with, like, the answering the phones is, they're like, well, that's, like, super cheap because it's only, like, you know, X dollars per, like, minute of talk time. But it's like, well, I'm paying you if you answer the phone or not. You know, like with the Ruby Ring, it's like it's $589 if you're on the phone or not, you know. And if you're on the phone that much, they're going to, like, boot you up. <laughs> so, really crazy. I think that there's a... The other thing, too, is, like, that's a remote. That's a remote business. And, and a lot of times you're, like, you're employing people who are, like, they want to do a good job, you know. I'm in a couple, like, groups on Facebook of 
They're mo it's mostly females in the Philippines who are like VAs. Uh, not all females, but mostly. It's like they're fucking motivated. Five bucks an hour to them, that's a ton of money. So they're very motivated to do a good job. They want to do a good job. They want to work. Uh, even a lot of people in the United States, like, they're motivated. They, like, want to work. Uh, it's like that kind of thing. But, you know, if you can get it to where, you know, my girl that I'm using in Montana, you know, I'm paying her, like, 60, 20 bucks an hour. She's, like, thrilled with that. That's, per that's perfectly fine. Her husband works outside of the house. She's just doing it as, like, a stay-at-home mom. So that's just like, um, I don't want to say extra money, but that's just a way for her to like make money while she's like still like watching her kids, picking her kids up, you know, things like that. Uh, so it's a perfect fit for her. It's a perfect fit for me. You know, that relationship's a perfect fit because she can do everything I want to. She's the right person for the job. Um, and it's like, and it's like for me, like if I had a firm and I like employed her, as a contractor that like got that I used as like a part of my staffing service or whatever, you know, I can give her like what she wanted every, I would probably give her 22 bucks an hour every time. Cause it's like, okay, if I'm collecting seven, if I'm collecting 135 bucks and you're like a good employee or not a good employee, but a good person like contractor for me to like use, I'll give you 25 bucks an hour. You know, it's like, that leaves you a big spread. <laughs> A hundred dollar an hour spread? How many fucking VAs could you find and how many clients could you set up for a hundred dollar an hour spread? To do, like, and the other beauty of it is you're just, you're just like doing the billing and you're, you're just the middleman. You're just brokering out the, uh, the labor, essentially. You know, you just get the VA make sure that they're good, make sure that they're competent. What I would do is just have them work for my dumpster company for a while just to make sure that they can, like, do it. And then once that they, like, prove themselves, then I would, like, farm them out to other people for a higher fee. Um, so I would be getting what I want, they would be getting what they want. I would be making a gigantic spread. I wouldn't really be that involved because you they would just train directly with like the business owner that they're going to be like working for <laughs> and then uh you would just have to oversee to make sure like every like you would just be the middleman like making sure like everything is like okay so you're just managing and when i say managing it's like you're just putting out if there's ever like a dispute but every, if everything is working good you're making hundred dollars per hour per like uh, well it could be more than that because you can have multiple clients assigned to one like VA because they're not always going to be like fulfilling tasks with them you know that's the beauty of the like call center it's like how many how many fucking businesses can they onboard until 50 operators isn't enough hundreds I don't I have I don't know I have no idea <laughs> It's got to be a lot, you know. I mean, my business only takes five, like five calls a day. How many businesses could you take on if you have 50 operators that only have five a day? I don't know. Could you take on 500? Each person's responsible for, I don't know. I have no idea. 
be really interesting. The other thing is I think that's really good because with the co-viddler out on the loose still, people are going to want to like hire contract employees even more. It makes more sense. They're not like going into a physical location. Uh, you can you can staff up and staff down really quickly. Uh, you can hire people like per task. It's not somebody that has to be there like all the time. So I think that's a really good idea. I'm not a huge like people person. <laughs> like I'm not an office guy. I don't know that much about it, but I think I could like I think I could do it because I wouldn't really be I personally wouldn't be like doing that much if that makes any sense. I would just be like handing people off. I would just be like doing the sales and marketing and then once you got once you got it up and going, then you just hire somebody, a contract employee to do your sales and marketing. You know, when I when I was looking at this, that was my like our original ideas. It's like, could this be a, a four hour work week kind of business where you literally sub out everything that you do until the only thing you have left to do is oversee everyone? You're not doing anything on it. How quickly could you scale up that business to where you're doing nothing and just getting paid? You know. That's incredibly intriguing. Caked and intriguing all. So I think that's one of the... And that's sort of what I'm doing with my junk business. But I think that is uh, really good. Uh, I do think it is very strong. I think that's something that anyone with any level of competency could do. Because let's say... Let's say you're not somebody who wants to do like customer service, sales, and marketing, inbound sales, that kind of shit. But what if you're like a bookkeeper? Can't you hire other people to like keep books and then sub them out? So the idea of the day, y'all. Okay, finally we're back. <laughs> yeah, splitting it up into several days for the recording. That's fine. We'll make it work. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll read it live. So what do you think of that little idea, huh? What if you can make $100 an hour, $40 a week, times five VAs? That's pretty good, I feel like. Pretty good kashish kebab. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I gotta, I'm hauling a load and it's going a little sideways behind me. That's fine. I guess we'll, when the trailer passes us, I guess we'll know we got a real problem on our hands. So what am I saying now? <laughs> Let me look at my show notes. Yeah, they get footprints all over them. Not great. So that was the idea. Should we hit up some free critiques? Oh, I got a couple of different, a couple of different decent ones. So the first business idea, my neighbor was telling me about this. My neighbor works for... I think it's called Minolta or Konica. Konica Minolta. I think they make like printers and shit like that. A large corporation. You know, it's like a billion dollar a year corporation. And then, and now they change the way where you're, he still gets paid, I guess, like the same amount of like, uh, he's a salesman. He gets paid the same amount of commission, but now they're like, they, they changed all this shit where it was like, it used to be like he got paid on like his paycheck when like the order was taken or something. And now it's like, 
the customer has to pay and it has to be settled like 30 days, something like that, where it's like, you know, he's the one that gets screwed. And uh, so he was bitching about that. He's like, yeah, one of my buddies that I used to work with said like, fuck this. And he just walked out and he started a, a business doing like car hauling. No, not car hauling. He does, he hauls campers for like Apache camper or something like that, or one of these uh, manufacturers. So I guess he, he'll haul stuff from here to like somewhere in Indiana and back. And I guess it's like going pretty good. I guess he's gonna net himself about like a hundred thousand for 2020. I believe he just has a one-ton pickup that with a gooseneck hitch, and he just uh, hooks up to these trailers and brings them back. I believe he deadheads one way, so I, I believe he only brings the trailers from Indiana back here, and then when he drives from here to Indiana, he. He doesn't, he's not hauling anything, so he doesn't make any money. So obviously that's the first thing that I would say, you need to fix that. I don't care if you're, you gotta, you gotta figure something out to, to be able to haul a load from here to there, right? So there's a couple of things I like about that. One is, there's like pretty good demand for that. You know, even I've looked into like having somebody bring me like dump trailers or debris trailers from the south uh, or the east coast and like drive them here and uh, I mean it's like fairly reasonable uh, I looked at like having a trailer brought from uh, Antioch Tennessee which is like Nashville basically to Omaha it's like $1,100 it's like a, I think it's about like 10 or 11 hours away so that's I guess not too bad. So that would be about like a two day, two days for $1,100 minus your fuel. I guess the fuel can be pretty intense depending on what you're hauling. If you're hauling a dump trailer, you're going to get like fucking, <laughs> I don't know, eight miles per gallon, you know? So pretty bad gas mileage. Obviously you'd have a diesel, but still pretty bad mileage. These aren't good people, you get it. But I think that could be pretty good because there's pretty good demand for it. Um, especially if you were like working with a manufacturer, there's pretty good. Uh, I guess the only downside with like what that guy's doing is not like he has a trailer, he's putting cars or trailers on. He's He doesn't have anything besides the pickup, so he could basically only do campers. So that kind of limits him, I guess. The other thing is uh, the price of fuel uh, varies so much that, like, this last year he could have done really well. But if the price of fuel, not if, when the price of fuel goes up this upcoming year, that's going to really, like, hurt his business. Especially if you're working with, like, a manufacturer like that because they're not going to be, like, negotiable, really. You know, it's probably kind of like it is what it is. You know, they might give you a little bit more for fuel, but... Your fuel cost is really, really going to eat into uh, what you can do. Uh, the other thing is trucking is like the Wild West. People, and it's a low skill. So people, and people do it like, people do that like hot shotting kind of stuff. They do that part time. So you could, 
there could be like a lot of competition. Like when I said I that for that like dump trailer from Tennessee, I was getting like quotes all over the board. Um, they were all, I mean, they were around eleven hundred dollars, but there's people who would do it for less, obviously. So a low barrier to entry. There's going to be lots of competition. There's going to be competition for people doing it part time or people who are like semi-retired doing it, who just uh, may not be doing it just for like the money part. You know, they might be doing it just because, hey, like we want to go drive through or drive to like Flagstaff, Arizona or something. And this gives them like, puts a little money in their pocket to do that, you know. So there is that. Depending on where you're at in the country, it could be good though. So, and if you could do different kinds of things. So if you could do cars, trailers, uh, boats, different things like that, I think it would be okay. I think you'd have enough work. The other thing that I don't like though is like driving, like being a truck driver, not a lot of people know this, being a, like an over the road truck driver, that's the most dangerous job you can have. It has the highest injury and like fatality rate of any career. I believe it's a top three. I know that um, because driving is dangerous enough. But when you have something behind you that makes it a lot harder to stop, harder to like change lanes, like this guy is merging into me right fucking now. It's a woman, of course. Just makes things a lot more dangerous. Um, even if you're only hauling one car, that's still you know 3,500, 4,500 pounds. That still makes things dangerous. So. That's something to take into, uh, take into, uh, what do you call it, consideration, is do you want to have a super dangerous job? Especially, like, when there's inclement weather. Oh, Lord, it's dangerous. Oh. Oh. Uh, I come from a long line of truck drivers. I know what I'm talking about, all right? <laughs> My grandfather drove a truck, like, I think. Somewhere in the neighborhood of about f almost 5 million miles. <laughs> the guy knew what he was doing, all right? And he was, he always thought he was going to die driving a semi. So, don't question it. So, if you're okay with all that, I think it could be good. You're not going to be a millionaire doing that. I, I doubt that other guy is making 100000 I find that a little hard to believe. He might gross 100000 but... Making 100000 maybe. That's not that much money anymore, so I don't know. I'm not in love with it. So here's the next one. So near to my heart, so dear. <laughs> super near, super dear. Um, I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone's like, I want to get into it. Um, doing like remodeling, like home remodeling. Um... No. <laughs> it's a fucking bad business. Once again, you have low barrier to entry. No one wants to pay you. No one thinks that you're, like, worth what you're charging. Uh, I'm very reasonable because I just do it. I just handpick the, like, jobs that I want. And I only take them if they're easy. And I only take them if no one lives there. I don't even do... I won't even... If you live somewhere, I'm not doing it. Because you're going to have complaints... You know, you're going to be taking a shower when I'm there. We're going to, like, bump into each other in the hallway. I don't like that kind of shit. So I don't do any jobs with anyone there. And then then I can also 
be there working any like any time I want to if there's no one there, and no one's going to be trying to like talk to me because it's like if I'm if I'm trying to remember all my cuts for like five pieces of trim or whatever, uh, I don't like want to be talking to someone. You dig? That also makes it like less profitable too. If I have to like coordinate when I can get in the house or like put your dog away or like take your dog for a walk and bring the mail in, all of those little things, although they seem like not a big deal, they add up, you know, if I have to go to your house every day for three weeks and every day that I'm there, we talk for 15 minutes and, you know, I just let your dog out the back every time I'm there for three minutes. Over the course of three weeks, that adds up to being like five or six hours. I don't like that. The other thing is people stiff you left and right. They don't want to pay. Um, they try to get you to do other stuff, you know, and not even maliciously, but they're like, could you like cock this? Or like, hey, since you have that out, could you like, do, you know, and then that's, that erodes what you're making. The other thing is, even if, if I do your, your bathroom and your like neighbor's bathroom and it's the same finishes and the houses were built at the same time, it's still going to be like totally, they're going to take me the different amounts of time. There's too many factors you can't figure in doing remodeling because there's too much stuff. Uh, there's too many potential problems you can't see. And sometimes even if you can see them, you underestimate what they're going to be. But in order to get the job, you have to like estimate it pretty close. You know what I mean? So I don't like it. It's too many variables and every job is different. So you can't really make money unless you charge an arm and a leg. And if you charge an arm and a leg, the people are going to expect so much out of you that it's just going to burn you out. So I don't like it. That being said, if you can do something that's not like full service, if you can just specialize in like one little tiny thing with the narrower the scope, the better. So this is something I've thought about. Well, this is something I just signed up for. Um, I get, I'm like on Home Advisor. Not, I, Home Advisor sucks. <laughs> it's a scam. But I was like flipping, I don't want to like totally give it up because I want just like my name out there or whatever. So I was like flipping through the services I could offer. And I like went into like a service and then this is like a sub service of cleaning or something. And it's like cleaning out like uh, like dryer cleaning out like dryer lines like your dryer vent line and I was like I like that how could you be any more straightforward than that there's an attachment you get to a drill <laughs> and you just like ream out the line get all the lint out with that could you be any more straightforward that's fucking easy because then you're like well it's 99 bucks plus like whatever per foot after that or something and then it's like I'll do your bath van vents for like 25 bucks per like you know it's really easy you know what you're getting into so I like something like that or even if you're like I just I, I don't do bathroom remodeling I just like do uh, I just like do mirrors I just cut and like hang mirrors something like that where you're narrowing the scope down to where you don't have to be an expert in like everything on earth 
and then you can like be in and out. So the beauty of like the junk removal, I hate to keep going back to this, but the beauty of the junk removal is I don't like agree to anything until I know all the factors and there's like a handful of factors I need to know and then I know I'm not going to like lose. So I've never lost any money doing junk removal. Have I lost money doing remodeling? Yeah. I've lost money doing fucking remodeling because things get out of hand and then you're like, I can't go any faster and you're like, I can't, I can't like cut it off. I have to go to the end and I can't really ask for more money because then I'm going to fucking ruin my reputation. So then you just have to like go there with a fucking smile and finish, you know? So like the last bathroom I remodeled, my plumber fucked a bunch of shit up. I had to go back and fix it all. And I couldn't be like, I need more money. <laughs> Not the best. I actually ended up writing those people a check for their troubles. Because <laughs> it was like, everything was done. And there was like one little problem. And I like couldn't, I couldn't like go and fix it. So they fixed it. And I was like, I'll just give you, you know, 200 bucks for your trouble. They were fine with that. But it's like, fuck, what the hell is going on? I'm paying so, so stuff like that you got to really watch out for with remodeling. Um, and like I said, you know, if you try, I, I was like, well, I'll just go like really high end. Oh man, no, <laughs> really high end. You don't want to do that. Those people are so difficult to deal with. There's kind of a sweet spot between like people who are a little bit richer than middle class, but not like really rich. <laughs> anyway, I say no to home remodeling like that. Now, if you want to niche in something, niche it up, nichely, fleecially. Number trade up. Number tray is just doing being a VA, being a little contract office person. Could be office, could be lots of things. Virtual assistant's kind of a overarching. A virtual assistant can do lots of things for you, obviously. Set appointments, take phone calls, make phone calls, all those kinds of things. So when I say virtual assistant, I don't want you to get, I don't want you to think like secretary pool. I want you to think just remote. I'm going to use it more as just like a remote employee. Anything that can done, be done remotely. So I would expand that out to like bookkeeping, inbound and outbound sales, dictation, I suppose is one of them, running someone's calendar, you know. Could be a, a lots of different things. I really like this one. Uh, you can you can make pretty good money because you can. There's just lots of different things. There's lot. There's unlimited amounts of skill sets that you might have, even if you don't know it. So, like for me, uh, I like running Google Ads for myself. I could go out there and just run Google Ads for people. You know. People were like, oh, I'm like a Google Ads expert. You know how you become a Google Ads expert? You get on a call with like a Google person and they tell you everything you need to do. <laughs> and you just, and <coughs> you just let the ad run. The longer the ad run, the, the longer that the ad runs for, the better it does because of the uh, like software and how like Google operates. So... <laughs> The longer I run my like junk removal ads, the cheaper that they get. The more I get for the less amount of money, because they like 
they know how to pair your ads through the AI and the club. So, but I do, I like doing that. I, I like doing like SEO and shit like that. It's like, I could go like probably do that and make pretty decent money. Um, I'm too stupid to do that though. I like to punish myself with doing all these other stupid businesses. Um, so I think that it could be really good. It, it, and kind of like what I said before, people charge all over the board. I hired a virtual employee once to like build me a website. I, I gave, I think he worked on it about six or seven weeks. I paid him ten grand. <laughs> you know, I got screwed. Um, but he was he was actually one of the more like reasonably priced people. He made tons of edits to it. We did all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so the money is definitely there. The other thing is, no one wants to hire employees anymore. I sure don't. to as society gets more ridiculous with like what people think they quote unquote deserve things like being a contract employee virtual employee that's only going to get more and more there's like only going to be more and more opportunity like that because people like me who have small businesses are like I'm not hiring some butthole employee for $15 an hour to sit around and do nothing that I have to like pay 15 bucks an hour I have to like employ them for 40 hours per week no matter what they you know most of the time employees are a drag they are they're leeches that leech off your business you know until you get a good one that's why like having a contract employee makes so much sense because if I'm working with somebody on contract and they're doing a really good job then it's like well obviously this person is motivated by money I don't have to do all this other stuff. I don't have to, like, roll the fucking game out, like, if I if I had 20 employees, where it's this long, never-ending fucking uh, drama to get you to do your fucking job, you know? Uh, a virtual employee, you already know what they, like, uh, value. They value money, and they value, like, working on their own. They value freedom. So they're already telling you what game they want to play. They want to play the game where you give them money to do a job and leave them alone. That's what I'm like. So that's what I, those are the kind of people that I'm going to be, I would gel with. You dig? Um, so what am I saying, sir? <laughs> so yeah, being a VA, yeah, there's tons of opportunity there. Just go to Upwork and see how much opportunity there is. Tremendous amounts of opportunity, frankly. And not everyone wants to hire somebody for $4 from the Philippines to do something. You know what I mean? A lot of people want something done correctly the first time. So we have a maybe with the, the transport, the car hauling, the whatever. We have a no with the home remodeling, and we have a yes with the VA. I say hell yeah with the VA, yo. Um, I didn't, like, really look at any businesses for sale this week. I kind of previously looked at two businesses just on my own. They were both dumpster businesses. They were just asset, like, equipment sales. So that's kind of, like, boring to, like, delve into for you guys. There's not much meat on the bone. Two people. The first one was in northwest uh, Arkansas. It's like $100,000. One truck, I think, like, 20 cans or something like that. Um. It was an add-on to, like, a construction business. So, 
there was no clientele. It was just, he was using it for his own stuff. The other one was, is just somebody here locally in town that like bought a, a trailer that you can deliver dumpsters with. And like, they have five cans. I, I don't know what the story is. I think they just failed at doing a dumpster business. Um, both of them were overpriced. Neither one of them were a good deal. The first one, the one in Northwest Arkansas, the truck was like 25 years old. Um, so I don't like that. The other thing is like, how do you ship 20 big ass pieces of metal, you know, seven hours away without breaking the bank? It tastes so good. Um, other than that, I haven't really looked at any businesses for sale. I'm guessing a lot of, in a lot of places the the businesses for sale are, you can get a pretty good deal depending on where you're buying because of the economy getting fucked beyond human imagination because of the COVID scandal. <laughs> I was reading an article about that today, about the vaccine. <laughs> it's like paralyzing people's faces and stuff. It's like, why on earth would I go get the vaccine for that if I didn't have to? If it wasn't like, if I didn't have to keep my job or business for that? Why would I do that? I have a 0.01% chance of... For people under 65, it's less than that, even. <laughs> Only 5% of the people getting the vaccines are having, like, like serious side effects. It's like, that's way higher than the amount of people dying or having problems with COVID-19. Once again, we're back to the fact no one can do any goddamn math in this country. Sorry, where did that come from? Um, I never really looked at any businesses for sale. I would like to like see kind of like how businesses were, sales were affected by COVID. I'm guessing that you can get some rocking deals, rocking titties, um, depending on what you want to do. Someone was like trying to pitch me on the idea that this was like the best time in history to start a new restaurant. <laughs> God, these people in their restaurant dreams. Give it a fucking rest. Forget your restaurant. Go work at McDonald's for a week. Tell me how you... <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. Anyway, that concludes the program. Little bit long. Wanted to put some smiles on that face. What are we doing here? Um, wanted to put some smiles on your faces. Talk to Musk again. Really considering shooting a... Idea addict uh, satellite into space. Says it makes financial sense. <laughs> Great guy. A cool billionaire. The least nerdy billionaire? I don't know. Well, besides Trump. Trump's, Trump ain't no fucking nerd, yo. Uh, so tomorrow, I guess, the civilization as we know it's coming to an end with the uh, Joe Biden inauguration. Is it going to be Joe Biden or Xi Jinping? Anyway, we'll talk to you next week, folks. Really good. Zach Hergert Idea Addict taking over for the 992000. Give it as a gift. Uh, just share the show. Cherish the show. Love the show. We'll see ya.